God's generals throughout the ages and, and how many of them had incredible giftings, incredible anointings of God, powerful giftings, and yet they weren't able to work together within a team. And because of that, excesses crept in and what was a beautiful ministry maybe accomplished a whole lot of its purpose within its lifetime, but it was very rare that there was an ability to have a next generation raised up. So this is the official welcome to the Fivefold Ministry Academy. So welcome to everyone. So great to have you with us. We are excited about this journey, this adventure of growing into the fullness of Christ. Our mission is to revive the church, unlock the fivefold, and equip the saints. And it's my great honor to have Heinrich Titus here, who's the leader of the shofar a family of churches, good friend of mine. We've been through storms. We've been through major victories. We've been through through many things. Heinrich, great to have you with us. Thank you so much, Andre. What a privilege, tremendous privilege to be here um, and to be able to take these uh, first few steps together as we launch out into uh, seeing the uh, Fivefold Academy um, really launch today. And over these next few months, we... We trust in God that He's going to use this as a, as a vehicle. It's going to both inspire, uh, equip, empower, and release not just the, our, our local shofar church uh, congregations and ministries and ministers, but uh, that God is really going to use this to be a massive blessing to the, to the wider body of Christ there as, as well. So, Andre, as you rightfully said, we've been friends for a long time, uh, colleagues, brothers in arms, and we've been been able to see the Lord do amazing things. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited because I believe the best is yet to come. I, I truly, honestly believe we're standing on the threshold of seeing God moving mightily in our midst. And uh, yeah, it's a privilege to be here and to, to see how God is going to use this to further advance the kingdom. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I agree. The dream, the dream is that the wider body of Christ would catch the importance of the fivefold. And so as a quick reminder for all of us, the fivefold, I like to use the hand as an illustration of the fivefold. So the thumb, strong finger re represents the power of God. That's the apostolic. The apostolic is about the power of God for miracles, for kingdom expansion, for unlocking faith in the body of Christ. And the index finger is like the pointing, that's, that's the prophetic. And so the prophetic is about the presence of God, you know, releasing the presence of God so that we can hear the voice of God, so we can know what God is saying. Then the event, the middle finger is the evangelistic, the longest finger, and it's about reaching those outside the church and seeing them come to Christ. So the, the evangelistic is about conviction, supernatural conviction, so that people will turn to Christ. And then the ring finger speaks of the pastoral relationships, covenant, marriage. And, and for me, the pastoral is like, it, it's an anointing to bring healing to hearts and to relationships and bring unity in the church. And then the pinky finger is the teacher or teaching gift. And that is about anchoring the body of Christ in the word of God. You see, without the teaching gift, we'll get deceived. We'll, we'll miss it, you know? And so together, these five bring impact 
in and through the body of Christ. And together they reveal the fullness of Christ. And so if we miss one of these, we miss something so significant. Without the apostolic, there won't be growth. There won't be faith in the church. There will be more passivity. There won't be that pioneering spirit. And without the prophetic you know, we'll lack the presence of God and people won't know who they are and what they are specifically called to do, the mission that God has given to them. And without the evangelistic, there won't be conviction. People won't turn to Christ. The harvest will be minimal. And then without the, the pastoral, there'll be a lack of unity in the church. Our relationships will fall apart. We will lose our children. They will, won't be, that it won't go, the, the, Blessings of God won't move from one generation to the next without that relational integrity. And then without the teaching gift, we'll get deceived and we'll lose our way and we'll be passionate about a whole bunch of stuff, but it might not be biblical and godly anymore. And so that's why we need all five. And if we miss one of them, we're missing out and we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so Heinrich, I'm sure you've seen the importance of, of the fivefold and experienced it in your own life. Absolutely, absolutely. And just as you were, you were speaking, Andrew, I was thinking that when we say we need the fivefold, what we're actually saying is we need Jesus. And that's often what we, I think, in discussions, we would say that we need more of Jesus. We would sing that, Lord, we need more of you. We need more of your presence. And, and I think one of the aspects in which we need Jesus and in which Jesus wants to manifest himself is through the fivefold. Because each one of these uh, five-fold ministries or giftings, anointings that you've just mentioned, offices as well, actually is a representation of Jesus. <clears throat> and so for me, what I'm excited about is to see the whole conversation around the, the, the five-fold gifts within the context of our relationship with Jesus. And if we truly want more of Jesus, then we need to open our hearts to receive more of the gifts that He's wanting to, to give us. And Having grown up in church, you know, not just in a family that um, that uh, loved Jesus and 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 served Him, but but a family that was intimately involved in ministry. I grew up with my dad uh, in ministry, and uh, you know, f- so whether it was a small church in Namakoland, in in Garis on the west coast of South Africa, or in Namibia, uh, or up in Johannesburg, or some of the churches that they planted, I've seen the beauty of when team works and and the fivefold is respected and you know we we're able to invite people who are different to us into our ministry context which is so much better uh, but i've also seen where there's there's mistrust and suspicion and maybe a little bit of jealousy or just misunderstanding very often as well because sometimes we don't understand how a different gift works um, and we, we, we look, we come actually as enemies <laughs> opposing each other instead of working, working together. So, so yeah, truly I've, I've seen more than probably the size of the church building or the size of the church budget. I've seen that probably one of the greatest factors that impacts upon church growth, um, is our capacity to, um, make space for other giftings, to welcome those giftings and together within their diversity. To, to see the fullness of Jesus coming. And, and not just within the spiritual family, but in the, in the physical family as well. You can get me going here for an hour, but you mentioned there about children. You mentioned <laughs> intergenerational blessing. I'm just thinking, man, yeah, how awesome would it be if we can see our kids raised up as fivefold ministers? 
and uh, we can identify the giftings in our kids and, and we can empower them and equip them and not just to be comfortable in their own giftings, but to see those giftings in the lives of their friends as well at youth and at kids' church and at school. And man, imagine seeing that, that, that first of ministry being released in the lives of our kids as well. But yeah, we're going to talk some more about that a little bit later on. But yeah, you, whenever you mention family, you get me going, brother. So stop me while you can. I thought I would. <laughs> I thought I would get you excited with that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think we sometimes forget that Jesus Christ is ultimately the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And so the more of these gifts that we have and embrace and build out in the church, the more of Jesus we're going to have. Yo, and that, that excites me. Mm-hmm. So I agree. We pray, Lord, more of you. We say, Jesus, come. We say, God, have your way. And the, the vehicle through which that's going to happen is the fivefold. And so this is, this is transformational to the church and to us as individuals. I mean, this, my life has been transformed by opening my heart to the wider gifts in the body of Christ. And Absolutely. so our heart is to raise up what we call revivers, not just revivalists, but revivers. So you might think, what is a reviver? A reviver, and I know I know you're gonna like this, <laughs> is a relational revivalist. Those, both of those legs, both the fire of the Holy Spirit, the passion for Jesus and, and the fullness of the Holy Spirit and a relational passion, a relational heart. You know, I've, I, these, we need these two legs, both revival and relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, so a reviver is a relational revivalist. And so I've seen so many times, you know, um, Believers who get excited about the things of the spirit, but then they miss relationships. And and then they this gift that they carry, this fire, this passion, cannot be imparted to others because it's not being, there's no there's no bridge, there's no heart connection. And 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 that's been a burden in my in my on my heart. And I know it's for you as well, um, Heinrich. So, so yeah, have you have you seen that, Heinrich? Have you seen um People being passionate about the things of God, but then miss people relationally. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think the church just has way too many examples um, of this. And, and, and you know, as, as you were speaking about, about us really welcoming Jesus and, and, and receiving Jesus, I, I was just reminded of Jesus um, coming to Jerusalem and, and actually weeping over that city. And saying, and you guys, I'm coming to you, but you're just not able to recognize the day of your visitation. And unfortunately, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, Jesus chooses to answer our prayers for more of him through people. And and I was just reminded of in my own life, you know, often how Jesus would want to come and bless me with something I've asked him for. But it comes in the form of someone. <laughs> it comes in the form of someone yeah. maybe that I don't like or a package that I don't like or a gifting that I don't understand. And I often, as in Jesus, wept over some of our churches and some of our lives even said, man, you just didn't recognize the day of your visitation because it came in a different gift to the one that you maybe felt comfortable with. 
Um, so I, I've seen Andre personally, you know, in my, in my own life that where, I, where I'm prepared to go beyond my comfort zone and expose myself to those who are different to who I am and to how I would like to do things. There's just been tremendous, tremendous growth in that. And unfortunately, yeah, when... Yeah, so Anna, because I mean, what we tend to do is we tend to connect with those who are like us. Yes. So if you are pastoral, you connect with the pastoral people. If you're prophetic, man, the prophets like to get together. And then we tend to miss the other yeah. gifts. And, and, and then we miss out on yeah. the fullness of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I mean we've, we've, we've seen, um, you know, uh, Robert Sliarden has written that two-volume work on men and women of God, God's generals throughout the ages, and, and how many of them had incredible giftings, incredible anointings of God, powerful giftings, and yet they weren't able to work together within a team. And because of that, excesses crept in, and what was a beautiful ministry maybe accomplished a whole lot of its purpose within its lifetime, but it was very rare that there was an ability to have a next generation raised up. And, and when I'm thinking about the giftings and I'm thinking about that image you used, Andre, of the fire, I think for me also the gifting, the anointing upon our lives, it is like that fire from God. But then you, a fire can, if it's rightly positioned, we've got a fireplace in our home, which we, we use a lot now in winter. Um, it provides warmth. You know, the fire within the fireplace provides warmth, it provides an atmosphere that makes everybody feel at home and, you know, you can fellowship around the fire. Um, but then you need, you need the character, you need the strength of integrity and relational cohesion to be able to make sure that fire stays in the right place. <laughs> and if, if, if the relational integrity isn't there, then that same fire destroys. That same fire can burn down that house. Um, and unfortunately, that is what we see so often within the body of Christ is that the very same anointing, the very same gift, the very same call, if there isn't relational strength around it, connectedness with other believers, a bit of attention in the pool of those who are different to me, the very same thing can derail a family, a marriage, a ministry, and even a movement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it breaks my heart. I've seen so many people like seriously apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, I mean, international ministries, but lacking the relational side of things. And then the marriage falls apart. The kids turn away from Jesus. People get hurt. The church gets divided. It's, it's heartbreaking. And that's just one example. Each one of the five, if you miss one of the five, Something's going to blow up. That fire, as you say, that fire is going to go out and burn people. People are going to get hurt on one level or another. You know? And I've seen this even in my own life, just in terms of bridge building. You know, I've seen at times I'm so excited about, oh, I want to see people get healed. You know, or I want to see someone get delivered, you know, and then and I forget to build a bridge to somebody's heart or to people's hearts. And then they misunderstand me. They, they don't and they don't receive that which I am bringing because I've not taken the time to build a bridge and to connect with somebody's heart and to and to reveal the love of God in a way that people can understand. And I think that's what often happens in the body of Christ, this division. We miss one another. We misunderstand one another's giftings. And also, sometimes we don't take the time to build the bridge mm -hmm. to someone's heart. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's so important, Andrew, what you're mentioning, for us as ministers to really get this. 
because God is busy raising up a generation um, who's absolutely hungry for revival um, and, and, and hungry for an authentic move of God to, to, to impact um, those beyond just the small um, denomination or, or kingdom that we, that we tend to focus on, you know, when we just focus on our own, on our own ministries. Um, and I think as ministers, God gives us the opportunities, leaders, to demonstrate this. Because there is a, there, there's a tsunami coming of, uh, I, I really believe, of, of a generation that's hungry for revival, hungry for an authentic, powerful move of God. Um, but they need hope. They need to see that this will not self-destruct. And I think we have this opportunity. Uh, I really believe we have this opportunity. We've been through a lot. We've, we've seen some fires burn. Uh, we've seen uh, the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ globally, but us as a Shofar family as well. And, and I think we have an opportunity to live prophetically where we can take honor to the next level. We can take mutual respect to the next level. We can provide a framework for, um, for this generation that's so hungry to see how true revival can, can look. I mean, I, I agree. You know, and so this revivers, they, they, it's, I see like it's a breed of believers who know that they are nothing without Christ. In other words, there's a deep humility. If we want to embrace the full fivefold, if we want to embrace different gifts, things that people that look different and come in different packages, we need a deep humility. So a reviver is someone that knows, as Jesus said in the scriptures, you can do nothing without me. It's a, it's a deep humility that we are nothing without Jesus. But at the same time, it's a boldness that we know that we are temples of the Holy Spirit and Jesus lives in us by the Holy Spirit. So it's this <laughs> tension again, this humility, but this boldness at the same time that know that we carry something beautiful. We carry Jesus Christ in us and we carry these packages, this we, we carry life that Jesus wants to release through each one of us to other people, to our families, into our work environments, into our churches, and to other churches. And so revivers, they carry the life of Jesus, but they carry it in a relational way to build in humility that bridge to other people's hearts. And so, Heinrich, I know we've spoken about this before, but you, you, you felt like the, in terms of this revival that's coming, that there's a strong relational aspect yeah. uh, of that. So maybe share a little bit yeah. about that. I had this... Um, um, experience a while ago, probably about two, three weeks ago, one of our congregations here in, in the Western Cape, where we are in South Africa, we, we experienced uh, some heavy rainfall, um, lots of rains in the mountains, um, and then obviously that rain flowing down from the mountains into the rivers uh, and then into the lower lying regions. And, and one of our churches actually got flooded. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful church, beautiful people of God, um, you know, and just the way that, that 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 group of people responded to this flood so encouraged my heart because they were like, Jesus, what are you doing? Jesus, what are you saying to us? Jesus, how can we respond to what you are busy doing? We want more of your spirit. And we're even receiving this physical flood as a manifestation of something that you want to do in the spirit. And, and, and I believe that there is a, a, a river of God or revival that God has released from the throne room of heaven. 
and, and it's beginning to flow down. It's beginning to come from the high places. It's beginning to come from God's heart. Uh, the river as we see in Ezekiel and as we see in, in Revelation as well, that, that river that brings healing wherever it goes. But, you know, um, the difference between having a church service um, and, and, and having, you know, amazing experiences with God and a true river of revival is that when the river of revival comes, it is extremely difficult to control that river. It is extremely difficult to tell that river where to go. <laughs> If it's truly a flood, Lord, open up the floodgates of heaven. We, we cry out and we sing and we pray for revival. But when the floodgates open, it's extremely difficult for structures, man-made structures, to contain that river. And I firmly believe that when the river of revival comes, the way that God desires it to come, the only thing that's going to be able to sort of be wide enough for that river to flow is going to be relational strength. <clears throat> it, it's structure's not going to do it. We're not going to be able to structure. Structure is important. It, it, it is important. It helps us to, 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 to stay on course and, and it helps us to be effective. But I believe the, the revival is going to be stretching us in such an extent that the only thing we'll be able to rely upon will be our relational strength. I'll trust. Do I trust my brother? Do I trust my sister? Have we built enough collateral trust between each other as, as um, fivefold ministers within a congregation, different congregations together, and then different church families together to be able to say, man, we've got a common purpose. We love Jesus. There are some things we might not be agreeing on, but we trust each other's heart. We want to see God's kingdom come. We love Him with everything we have. And I believe if, 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 if we're going to be able to touch that aspect of God's heart, where this is how men will know you're my disciples, by your, your love for one another, I, I believe we, we are going to see revival that is truly going to be awe-inspiring and is going to shatter the kingdom of darkness. Um, but I firmly believe, Andre, it's, it's, it's going to be born in small ways, in individual believers reaching out to each other um, and different ministers across different churches reaching out to each other as well. I think there's something prophetic that's beginning to happen right now even, where we see it all around us, where walls are coming down, yep. churches are beginning to learn from each other, reaching out to one another. And, and I, I, I see the trickle of that river coming, but there's, there's so much more to come. Um, mm -hmm. And the only thing that's going to be able to, to sustain that is that the Holy Spirit inspire trust. Not the ecumenical, you know, we're just trying to be one for the sake of being one. But, and that takes work, right? It, it, trust takes work. Um, so for me, I see it, trust is the container that's going to be able to receive the rain from heaven. Um, relational, relational trust. Yeah, so. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, if we think about it, I mean, the, the devil is a divider. And, and, the, and the Word of God says the a house divided cannot stand. And so the body of Christ has been divided. How will we find unity? Well, Ephesians 4 speaks about the fivefold, and it says the result of embracing the fivefold is unity within the local church and between churches and between believers. Instead of criticizing and judging and finding fault, 
We, we receive eyes to see what somebody else carries yeah. and we can receive that gift. So that, that excites me. I can In my own life, I've seen how critical I've been in the past and how judgmental. And since embracing the fivefold and getting eyes to see, I'm like, I look beyond people's faults and maybe not perfect theology at times, but I see what they carry. And the result is I receive more of Jesus. And I mean, that, that, oh, that's yeah. the goal. Come on. So... So maybe some background for, for, for some of us who are new, just in terms of you know, where this Fivefold Ministry Academy comes from. You know, it's been a journey of more than 10 years uh, since, more, yeah, as I say, more, more than a decade that this has been stirring in my heart. And, and in 2016, I was in Brazil at a, at a church ministering there. And when I walked onto the stage, I just heard the voice of God prophetically say, make my bride beautiful. And that's been burning in my heart. So for me, this is a commissioning for us, a commissioning to make the bride of Christ beautiful and powerful. How are we going to do it? The fivefold, the gifts that are already in the body of Christ that Jesus wants to release into our lives. Okay, so I'm super excited. This, uh, I believe this academy is birthed out of obedience to, to what the Holy Spirit is calling us as Shofar Christian Church to release, to be a blessing to the wider body of Christ. And, and so what we're going to do is like once a month, we, I'm going to be interviewing a mature fivefold minister, and we're going to be partnering with different fivefold ministry gifts, and we're going to unpack say have an apostolic month, then a prophetic month, then pastoral month, and so forth. And we're going to rotate through them with some challenges every month. And we're going to use the Mach G framework to unpack that. And I'm going to do an interview with Heinrich also later. We're going to unpack about becoming a bridge builder. And uh, and so we really want to help you. We want to, we want to equip each of you practically how you and your local church can grow into the full fivefold. And as I always say, you, you need to grow in all five, but you need to specialize in one or two. No person can be all five, but you need to specialize on one or two where Jesus especially has wired you for and anointed you for. And uh, yeah, I am, I'm excited and excited to uh, welcome you guys to this journey with us. Um, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. And so I wanna encourage you, two things. Kingdom Unleashed YouTube channel is where we're going to be posting videos. So, so join there, subscribe there for ongoing uh, uh, equipping. And then join the Facebook group called Firefold Ministry Academy Revivers Arise. Join us there on there. We're going to, there's going to be a community of people where we're going to encourage one another. And there will be challenges every month of how you can take that next step to grow in that specific fivefold. And uh, it, it, this is a step of faith and it's going to be beautiful. You know, when we step out, that's when Jesus shows up. Amen. So yeah, Heinrich, any last words from you? Just quickly. I'm excited, Andre about the resources that are going to be made available because I know that these resources have been shaped and formed also in the crucible of some very, very tough times, um, crying out to God, pressing in for yourself and, and the team around you and the guys will be interviewed as well. And um, yeah, a privilege to be able to be part of this and to look forward to you know, principles that will be shared, but beyond the principles, also some very practical tools that can really help and empower local congregations to grow in this. And beyond the tools, what I'm extremely excited about, of course, is the community that I think can develop out of this, a, a true community of support. I just feel in my heart that the Lord is wanting to say to some of us that 
through this, you will be able to tap into a community that carries a gift that you need in your local church. You don't have to feel the pressure necessarily to right now have that gift fully functional, fully operational in your local church yet, but you can tap into another local church, tap into a gift that is going to be present in this community as we exchange ideas and you expose it. Invite those gifts in. Um, don't, don't take the pressure upon yourself to now, you know, you've got to develop all of these people all of a sudden. And, and uh, again, the, the image of Ezekiel's river, you go ankle deep and then you knee deep and you hip deep and then eventually you fully surrender to the river. And just there where you're at, God is going to meet you. But I firmly believe it. Guys, there's a treasure of gifts that's going to be part and parcel of this community. Tap into that. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, uh, you'll be surprised how eager people are to share the gifts that are on their lives and to come to your, come to your aid. Awesome. Thanks, Heinrich. Thanks for joining me. So, guys, we're going to see you on the YouTube channel and on the Facebook group and invite a friend along. Make a, make a group of it. Don't do it just on your own. Okay. Bless you.